0: Hello and welcome back to Between the Notes, a motif music podcast recorded at the Parlor in Providence, Rhode Island. This week we are sitting down with local rock band Eclipse. We want to thank the Parlor for hosting as well as our other sponsors, R1 Indoor Karting, the Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden, and Graysale Brewing of Rhode Island. We'll get started today by enjoying a performance from our guests before we sit down with them to discuss their experiences with the local music scene. So sit back. Turn up the volume
1: and enjoy the show.
2: Nothing much to do, do. I try to piece it together now. But I ain't got a clue. You know the world's been around. But I can't be a okay. thing. Nothing long. Nothing fast. We're going to see what tomorrow brings. Nobody bothering me.
0: Thank everyone who's tuned in to the, to the live stream right now. We're Eclipse, based out of Providence, Rhode Island. Give our thanks to Motif, as well as the Parlor. And shout out to Eric, the sound guy, as well as our, our video curator here. That last one was called Out My Window. Next song we got for y'all is called Night Is Young. Right, that one was Night is Young. Again, we're Eclipse, coming out of Providence, Rhode Island. Thrilled to be here at the parlor tonight with y'all. We've got a few more songs for you. Next one is called Cure. Cure. is called The Cure. Again, we're coming out with an album in a few weeks here at the end of October. So be sure to check us out on all streaming platforms. Next song we got for y'all is called Stone Cold Lover.
3: gonna do you better run for cover the devil's got an eye on you and you're telling me you're leaving but you do not know where you'll stay you're gone tomorrow at least you're here today
0: Thanks for listening, everyone. We're Eclipse. Check us out on Instagram. Many thanks to Motif in the Parlor, and stick around for the interview.
4: Welcome back, Between the Notes podcast by Motif Magazine, and today we have the band Eclipse. Um, why don't you guys go through and just introduce yourselves? Sure.
0: My name is Benjamin Quinn. My name is Paul Simmons.
5: Brian Flowers. Ethan Dowding.
4: Awesome. Beautiful. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, thank you guys for being on the podcast today. Uh, Great, great sound. Like, I really, definitely distinct... like funk and just all the kind of stuff we like at the parlor here. So Yeah,
0: it's, it's an honor to be here. We appreciate you having us on.
4: <laughs> we want to thank uh, the parlor for hosting the Between the Notes podcast, hosted by Motif, and the sponsors are One Indoor Carding, Trinity Beer Garden, and Graysale Brewing. So you guys, now that you've done the podcast and you know that this video is going to be out there forever in perpetuity, <laughs> um, what do you want people to know about your band?
0: we just like to say that, you know, if you're into kind of the older fusion rock Mm -hmm. with a a twist of the 21st century, then come check us out. I think we have what you're looking for.
4: (laughs) Um, How long have you guys been playing?
0: We're coming up on a year. About a year now. Yeah, October 1st was our first practice session.
4: Nice. Took us a
0: few more weeks to find uh, the metronome here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and we've been going strong ever since
4: right on and um as far as like playing shows it seems like you guys are pretty regular i see you have a show coming up this week right do you want to promote that
0: yeah we've been playing shows in providence quite a bit got a show on tuesday at dusk eight o'clock hope to see you all there
4: mm-hmm It looks like a good lineup. Um, It's all people that we're very familiar with here at the parlor.
0: Shout out to Jackie.
4: Yes. (laughs) Um, And yeah, I wanted to ask you guys, so when it comes to performing and playing around locally, do you have like a good network of people to to tap bass with and kind of like get on gigs or are you guys mostly booking them yourselves? Like what's the challenge there?
0: Well, we've been fortunate to meet a lot of great bands and you know, we've done some networking with them and been able to get a lot of opportunities. Mm-hmm. Ethan has really you know, taken uh, a great talent to that, so I'll let him <laughs> speak about that a little bit if, he, if he's ready for it.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: Most of the shows I put together, recently we've gotten a couple more that bands have thrown us, mm-hmm. but generally we take care of it ourselves, but we're always looking for more shows. Yeah. <laughs> so if you like what you heard...
4: That's
1: awesome. Oh yeah, I'm a booker at Pub on Park and I also host open mics there too. I do that.
4: Nice, what day are the open mics?
1: They're gonna be one Tuesday a month. The first one is Tuesday, September 27th. Nice.
7: You now what's fun is that after a year of being a band, we're finally reaching a, like a little bit of a turning point. We're finally um, starting to play places in other states. Mm-hmm. So last month we finally had our first gig in Connecticut Nice. In New Haven. And just this past weekend on Saturday, we played The Jungle. <laughs> Was that Somerville? Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. I think yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah.
7: yeah Somerville. Sure, yeah. yeah, Boston. Boston. Mm-hmm. And then uh, on the 30th, so in about 12 days or something like that, we're playing at the Crunch House in West Haven where we played last month. Yeah. Okay. Right. So on. we're always trying to find other... Exactly. Other states. (laughs) Yeah.
4: And I mean, obviously, like you guys have a distinct sound and you probably have other bands that you prefer to play with and stuff like that. So what is it um, for you right now as a band? Like the mission, just get more gigs or do you have like some writing, some studio time in mind?
7: So actually, uh, we did have some studio time that we used up and the, um, the album that we're making out of it will... I think we're shooting for like a mid October release. Mid to late
4: October.
7: Mid to late late. if all
4: goes well, yeah. (laughs) Is Uh, it self release? Yeah. Ben.
0: Yeah, it's it's gonna be a self titled album called Eclipse. And you know, we've had great fun performing live and uh, a frequent question that we get is like where can we listen to your music? Mm -hmm. And now the parlor Facebook page is one of those places. True. But, uh, you know, we'd like to get more established on some streaming platforms mm-hmm. and hopefully develop an online following. So I think that's a big goal for our band,
1: closing out 2022.
4: Right on. You
1: can follow our Instagram at eclipse underscore band underscore R-I. <laughs> oh, I, I couldn't have said
4: it better. Yeah, get that. Um, <laughs> um, so as far... <laughs> <laughs> As far as gigging goes and all that, what are the challenges? Like, If you could tell yourself a year ago like what to expect, what would you want to tell yourself?
5: Buy a van if you're the drummer, because <laughs> putting all those drums in a Volvo is not fun. I kind of want to cry every time we pack up for a gig. It's, it's a horrendous activity.
4: And work out a little bit more just to get the yeah, yeah. upper body strength.
5: <laughs> you could
0: switch to like a Congo style, you know, that's a bit more portable. But uh, yeah, cajon. I, I, a cajon, cajon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Just just to strip down for like yeah. certain, yeah, yeah. for certain gigs. <laughs> uh,
0: as far as like what what people should know about gigging, you know, just uh, make sure you get there early. Mm-hmm. Always uh, mm-hmm. butter up the sound guy, you know. <laughs> and the bartenders, yeah, you know?
4: Yeah, especially on the stage, it's always, it's really refreshing to hear the, the banter include supporting the club and the bartenders and tipping them, That that's Absolutely. like something I would tell anybody that's just starting out playing a lot of shows. <laughs> um, and then I wanted to ask you guys too, like when it comes to performing, obviously when you have a lot of shows, rehearsal is kind of a big deal. Um, But what do you? So what is your process? Like, what are you guys doing every week? Like, just playing a gig and rehearsing and trying to get out. Yeah, we've been
0: playing gigs, you know, three times a month the past few months, and we try to practice, you know, twice a week. But Mm -hmm. life often, you know, gets in the way of that, (laughs) and you know, coordinating four schedules is is difficult. Um, That's
4: exactly why I asked.
0: Especially when it's something that you know, it's uh, we're doing just for the love of it, right? Right. At this point, so um, work and other family priorities can sometimes jump ahead, but you know we all do a great job of coming out and Mm -hmm. working hard, and uh, yeah, we've got a fortunate group here.
4: Mm. So as far as experience goes, like, have you guys? um, Are you each? Very experienced playing out, or did this something like that you had to push yourself to do?
0: No, I I played my first gig uh, with these guys. Nice. Um,
7: I'll I'll let you all answer that one. Um, I've played with a couple previous bands, mm-hmm. um, but this is the most seriously I've ever taken a music group before.
4: I think it shows for sure.
5: I uh since fifth or sixth grade I've been in percussion in school nice so you know the winter concerts <laughs> and yeah stuff. band geek yeah <laughs> I, I, w- I wasn't the band kid I was the kid in band oh, you know right on but you know <laughs> twice a year maybe in the school year I'd get up on stage and just play percussion and mm-hmm. stuff so I, I was kind of acclimated to playing live but not in this sort of setting so it was a yep. it was a big jump for me
1: nice uh, I started gigging about a two years ago with another group, and then I formed this group, and then we've been hitting it hard here ever since. But that other group was my first exposure to the Rhode Island music live scene.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm asking because I am in a band, and I just started getting gigs with my band, and all of us are new to it, too. So I'm always curious to hear from other people like um, that are a little bit more along, like what, you know, how much of a challenge it was to get started. Um, But it seems like you guys have the basics, the connections, the social media, you know, and uh, you've already been in the recording studio. So that's the next step in this journey for you all, right? Getting that music out there and keeping the fan base kind of like supporting in that. And this is definitely another avenue to get out there. Yes, yes. Thanks again to Motif and the parlor for having us. Um, And I just wanted to go through one more time. um, If you guys wouldn't mind just, again, what instruments are you all playing? And, like, what was the first time, like, you learned that? Like, how long have you been playing?
1: I've been playing guitar (laughs) guitar for a while. Yep. I don't remember exactly when I started.
4: As a kid, or?
1: Yeah, I was a young man.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're
0: still a young man.
4: Yeah.
1: I was a younger man. A wee young man. Like two weeks ago. <laughs>
4: <laughs> does feel like that sometimes.
5: I uh, I started drumming probably fourth or fifth grade I'm not mm-hmm. sure how old you are in that grade I don't want to think about numbers right now but I meet
4: a lot of drummers and when I talk to them they always say that like from a young age they could tell because they have like this um, I don't know anxious energy in yep. their body yep. <laughs> that they have to like get it out somehow I'm, and that's always, always been a good tool
5: shaking my foot or tapping on my thighs yeah in the, uh, the band director in fifth grade Mm -hmm. Noticed that and she was like, Do you want to audition for band? And I was like, I don't I don't know what I'm doing. I can't read music and she was like, Okay, just come with me. Yep. So the energy. We went to one of the math classrooms and she was like, All right, play this rhythm on your thighs. She had me tap on my thighs and just mirror her and she was like, You could play drums. Yep. And so who? Mrs. Lee? No. (laughs) Who was this? I don't remember her name. I wish I knew her name, but I I don't know who got me into drums. But here you you are now. yeah, right so on.
0: maybe they'll yeah.
4: see the yeah. interview. <laughs>
5: it's like yeah, ma- maybe my fifth-grade band teacher will see this interview. <laughs> <laughs> but, um here you are now, yeah. Yeah, here I am still tapping my thighs and shaking my foot. Well, yeah, because you must have a out. natural affinity yeah. for it. Yep. And
4: that's what teachers are supposed to do. They're supposed to, like, recognize Hang these qualities in people and put them in the direction that they need to go. So
7: Exactly. <laughs> yep. um, when did I pick up the bass? I think... I think I picked it up at 16, mm-hmm. junior in high school, um, after getting like acclimated with the guitar for a couple of years.
4: I hear that often about yeah. <laughs> people like start with guitar. I don't know. They try to push guitar on everybody for some reason when you're like in showing interest and in wanting to play anything.
6: Yeah.
4: Um, I don't know. Maybe it's because all the legends, you know, play the guitar. But yeah. as Not far all. as Bass, oh, um, yeah. Most people like that get into bass are like, ah, eh, guitar wasn't really for me.
7: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I still play it from time to time. I have a couple of them.
4: So. Of course, all bassists do, yeah. honestly. We have to. It doesn't usually go the other way though, right? It's like usually it's like, um, you know, bass players stick to bla- bass. Sometimes they'll play guitar. Yeah. Guitar players are like, fuck bass, I'm not yeah. playing it. <laughs> I really. <laughs>
7: I really haven't heard a lot of stories of bassists going to guitars. Right. Yeah.
4: They're like, that's just not for me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep. Cheers. Uh,
7: so my name again is Ben
0: Quinn, and my first instrument was the, the trombone. Mm-hmm. Uh, come a long way since then, right? <laughs> now uh, I've been playing piano, keys, organ for about four years. So nice. it's been uh, it's been a wild ride, and I feel very fortunate to be hooked up with these guys. And want to thank you and and yeah. Motif, of course. again for having us on and giving us this opportunity.
4: So you've been playing piano for about four years. That's about as long as I've been playing piano. And I will say it's a challenge. Did you already know how to read music before you started playing?
0: Uh, I used to be able to read the bass clef for trombone, but there was like a 10-plus year mm-hmm. lull where I wasn't playing any music. And the, st- the type of stuff that we do now really doesn't require one to read music. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't been very motivated to to pick that back up.
4: Yeah, just the piano in general, it seems like a prerequisite sometimes in order yeah. to be able to play it. And that was a really big challenge for me. It was like learning a new language and then trying to figure out this instrument, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's important, but I think it's equally as important to kind of just feel the instrument and get to know
4: it. Um, Spoken like a true musician. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's more to theory than just reading. Mm-hmm. Most theory, in my experience, is physical. Um, you know, and I do know how to read, uh, but I never use it.
4: Right. Yeah. Right. It's also something to think about. Is like. <laughs> It's kind of one of those things where you're like, it's almost like a hurdle, right? It's like, you're like, oh, once I get over that, then I can actually be in a band. Then I can actually play. It's like all of those little steps that you're like, oh, I have to do it that way. But you're right. You just kind of go with it and see where it leads you is a better approach most times.
5: (laughs) Yeah, I'm a firm believer in not taking those little baby steps and like thinking like, okay, here's the next step before I join a band. Here's the Mm -hmm. next step. I... Hadn't played drums at my house, so I I always had a drum kit growing up. But for a while, I just didn't play it, so I donated it to him. He (laughs) kept it in his basement, that's now our little home studio practice room. (laughs) A transaction of what, fifty dollars? Right, fifty dollars for my cheap starter drum kit to Mm -hmm. go in his basement, and I was actually playing bass guitar with him, just jamming out, trying to form a band, and nothing was going on, so. we
1: band, metal? yeah <laughs> S- S- <laughs> some metal. stupid shit you know like
5: <laughs> yeah you'd be impressed with sludge yeah. awesome. but um
4: two you piece knocking, a diving, two piece like, that makes sense because that's the typical yeah. formation of a band that plays that kind the, of metal.
5: the hardest part for us was finding a singer and it just wouldn't happen so i mm. i called it quits on that and then a few months later ethan met these two guys at an open mic they started jamming and i get a call on my phone from ethan and he goes do you want to come drum in this band? Fuck it, sure. Why not? And mm. Here I am. So,
4: I shout out swear. the open mics. That's I hear a lot of people meeting other musicians. O- open networking mics are the way it. to go. You
1: mm-hmm. For sure, come to my open mic. Say <laughs> louder. My open mic is September twenty seventh. It's a Tuesday night, starting at seven thirty. There's no cover. Exactly. Come on down.
4: Or if you can't make it to that, come to the parlor open mic on Wednesdays. Also starts at seven thirty and also no cover. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so anyways, I just wanted to shout out the open mics because I have met a lot of musicians through that. And it is it is more like a dedicated, regular type of thing. You get to see people up here doing their thing, and then it's kind of approachable. Like, hey, I like what you sound like. Do you guys want to maybe jam sometime? And it seems like that's kind of organically how the th- three of you met, and then the two of you kind of have known each other for a really long time. How did that affect the sound that the band formed?
7: I I think it affected it greatly. I I think it affected it greatly. Um, Me and him jammed Mm -hmm. for a couple months, uh, just the two of us before we met these two. And uh, I think me and Ben were going for like like a different kind of vibe, like a more subtle kind of soft rocky kind of vibe and then Ethan comes along and introduces a lot of heaviness into it that we weren't expecting but it's what we it's what we needed for the group. Mm. Yeah,
0: one of the best parts of being in this group has been, you know, kind of the convergence of different musical tastes and influences because I think we all bring, you know, our own record collection to the table and when we write songs that comes out with the drum style with Ethan's style on the on the guitar you know Paul's like a, like an 80s glam rock band type of guy you know so he uh, he brings that to the table and you know it seems to be working so far
4: Yeah you gotta have that I, I call it um, the soup right it's like you all have your own flavor and then it blends in a soup <laughs> and stir it up right yeah or soup
0: <laughs> salad you know exactly whatever yeah. you want to call it
4: <laughs> <laughs> sounds a little healthier <laughs> um but yeah your sound is really distinct i do like it. it's really um it's like kind of danceable but like on the rock side of it where it's not too like pop yeah i
1: appreciate that yeah from what i've seen and we play with a lot of bands there's no one else in rhode island doing what we're doing mm-hmm. So that's the selling point. Okay,
4: so th- I do have something to mention that I know there's nobody else doing the sound, but I did see that you guys found you had to change your name originally. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh man!
4: because so, Eclipse is not the first name for this band, right? Second okay, one. all right, got
1: we it. Used to be called Strange Ways.
4: Strange Ways.
1: We used to be called Strange Ways <laughs> for about two days. <laughs>
4: Hey, that kind of rhymed, um, but, but there was a conflict.
1: Now? We're called the Eclipse. Yes,
4: right. yeah, there was a conflict in that realm, but
1: who would have thought <laughs> that in the smallest <laughs> state, there's another group called Strange Ways?
4: I know. Also in Rhode Island. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. exactly. <laughs> well, I think Eclipse is a very fitting name and for your sound, and it just seems like, you know, an, a, a convergence, like you were saying. So that makes a lot of sense with the name. And um, you said the album's going to be self-titled, right? Is it going to be self-released? Are you going to put it on all the platforms?
1: We are going to do our best to get it out as fast as possible.
4: So is this the only place people can hear your music online right now?
1: Oh, yeah. We have a couple recorded sets at the Pump House from back in, like, March. Mm -hmm. Good times.
4: So just stay in touch with you guys on social media, and they'll get the updates.
1: Clips underscore band underscore R.I. (laughs)
4: very important to give the underscores (laughs) and again it assume everybody that's watching is already following the parlor on facebook and instagram if not it's parlor providence and motif mag ri shout out to them too for the between the notes podcast that they're doing here every week um, and thank you guys so much for being on it, too. Hopefully this wasn't too much of a nerve-wracking interview. I, I know most um, performances don't come with an interview after. So <laughs> Maybe they should. This yeah. is my
5: first interview.
4: Nice. All right. This is my third. Yeah,
5: they, they usually don't give me a mic on stage. <laughs> they say I'm not allowed to have one. So it's a very Drummers, new experience for me.
4: It's pretty, yeah. it's pretty common, actually. <laughs>
5: How does it feel? <laughs> kind of like it a little too much, Paul. I yeah. might steal your mic next time we have mm-hmm. a gig, actually. I'll sing your parts. <laughs>
7: you're welcome to do that. You just can't play my parts. You're,
5: you're I'll take your bass, too.
4: Oh. Going to do, like, a Freaky Friday switch-up one set? It's going to be oh, Halloween. <laughs> go. Go. And outfits. Well, I think you the, gotta the current outfits. arrangement
0: <laughs> <laughs> is working pretty well, so we'll, we'll stick the, with the, that for chairs. now. <laughs> Everything else can be discussed <laughs> offline, I, I think. Um <laughs> uh, but yeah, thanks thanks again for uh, putting this together. It's uh, a yeah. it's a pleasure.
4: I hope to see you guys on the stage at the parlor again very soon. For sure.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Let's
4: make it happen. Yeah, Let's we make will, it happen. Yeah, we'll talk after the podcast. Yeah. Great. <laughs> but again, thank you to the sponsors, thank you to the parlor, and thank you all for watching the Between the Notes podcast by Motif Magazine. See y'all soon. <clears throat>
0: Tuesday night. <laughs> This has been Motifs Between the Notes. We would like to take a moment to once more thank the sponsors for this episode, The Parlor, R1 Indoor Carding, The Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden, and Graysale Brewing of Rhode Island. And as always, thank you for listening.